The following is my account of a letter I received in a dream after having met President Ronald Wilson Reagan. When the president was asked what to do in 2019 about a nation under duress, his eyes gleamed, a tear welled up. He gently placed his hand on my right shoulder, then turned and walked away. In the dream, the very next day, I received a large yellow envelope. And in it, the confines of a letter that he had written. The following is that letter. It reads as following. When asked to offer an answer to our nation's problem with a solution for a seemingly unsolvable dilemma, I was perplexed in heart and mind for our people were in a great divide. I could only reflect at that moment upon those traverses and events in times past, both that confronted and challenged my own resolve. Therefore, I had determined that upon this careful reflection, my words of consolation and revelation could only offer a light, a beacon of hope, of sort, on the back of those who had gone before me. They had created a panacea, a way out. And it was of those fallen, brave, and heroic actions of men greater than myself, yet lesser than God, who dared to do the impossible and the unimaginable that I share with you today. In those tall tales of war and unrest, we can find our way forward. In the retrospect of history, when faced with a mountain that you cannot go around or over, or blast your way through it. Simply and aptly put, you reside in this enduring, looming shadow. You reside there until the night passes and the howls of the enemy are long gone. Sometimes we win it by enduring it. 
As one writer said in the trials of Job in the Bible, this too will pass. The Apostle Paul wrote in Corinthians chapter 4, verse 17 through 18, Troubles for our light affliction, these temporary troubles, which is but for a moment, work it for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Or as the psalmist David wrote, weeping may endure, yes, for a night, but joy, joy comes in the morning. The writings of Job, his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor a lifetime. Rejoicing, singing, and dancing will return. Job wrote in the 14th chapter and 14th verse, If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait. Yes, I will wait till my change comes. When Americans were held hostage in Iran, eventually, joy did come in the morning. And that was 440 days later, after the crisis. When a wall divided two nations longing for unification in West and East Germany, joy came in the morning, 10,316 days later. When years of an endless, useless fight that claimed the lives of too many and maimed and changed the lives of countless more. Where? In the jungles of Vietnam. And yet I tell you now, 19 years and 180 days later, joy came in the morning and the war was ended. When a nation torn at its moral racial scene in the 60s, our black citizens strive for equality and the right to equally partake of the bounty of a prosperous and growing nation. One that would give equitable human rights with dignity and opportunity for all. Their dreams and aspirations would see joy come in the morning. In a 10-year period of the civil rights movement from the 50s to the 60s, a culmination of after generations and the horror of their fight for their rights and the end of our national nightmare and shame of our past sins of slavery of 400 years. Joy came in the morning. When tyrannical, maniacal dictators swept through Europe like a plague, unrelenting and unforgiving, slaughtering millions with no end in sight. From 1914 to 1918, World War I. 40 million would lose their lives. Eventually, joy came one morning 
and was delivered in a crucible of armory metal steel and flesh as a final blow of a collective offensive launched Tuesday, June 6, 1944, on the beaches of Normandy, France. When, in our darkest days that any nation could face, our people turned and fought to defend on foreign soil, foreign nations. It was a war that would last from 1939 to 1945. And yes, many lost their lives. But we saved the world from tyranny. When our nation was on the precipice of destruction, a civil war that was destined to be the end of this great experiment of democracy. Luckily, by the grace of God Almighty, our story did not end on those battlefields. But after that tragedy, loss with much regret, our nation, under the leadership of Abraham Lincoln, saw the light of a new day. Joy did come in the morning and men who had taken up their swords and guns against their brothers were now taking up again their plowshares. And instead of striking with their hands, they shook each other's hands without a weapon in it and began the long road back to healing and unity and redemption. Four years and 600,000 lives later. There have been a many occasion in the course of our nation's history where we've witnessed defeat and victory, gain and loss, and have triumphed against all odds. World War I, the Great Depression, World War II, Winston Churchill's decry to never, never give up even as bombs fell over his head upon his beloved England. Then there is the Battle of Gettysburg, the Battle of the Barbary Wars of Tripoli, and George Washington's crossing the Hudson with a word to his helmsman, forward! even if in a cloud without sight, a fog that will serve as his wingman. Forward, helmsman, forward to our manifest destiny, forward to victory. These ragtag tales are full and abundant with overcoming in the midst of great tragedy. These and a host of other incursions of war, actions, and hostilities gives us a roadmap at every impasse and crossroad by which 
to forge our course. With or without immoral merit, avoidable and unavoidable actions of oppression, defense and offensive, at all times our strategic compass points north. Forward march to endure it until we overcome it, until we win it. Yes, weeping for a night we may, but these plights, joy comes in the morning and this too will pass. What words can I offer you to comfort you? Each generation faces their existential crisis. And as had my own generation, my father and his father's father's generation, each are given both their cross to carry and their crown to wear. Each of us bear the scars of our struggles and the stars of our rise of accomplishment. And from these ashes, we tell the story. Oh yes, the old, old story. We can look back now in hindsight and observe the one constant that is ever present. Battles come, but so does victory. If not by sword, cannon, guns, and bombs, blood, sweat, loss, and sacrifice, pen or diplomacy, no matter how short or long the time, we must endure it. The resolve to win and overcome can be best characterized not in our fighting ability, but more so in our endurability. It is this ability, endurance, that assures us our survival, our commitment to it, and that in the end, I'll yield. I'll yield to freedom and liberty and to never surrender to anything less. To keep this flag of freedom and liberty in our pursuit of a better life and good living, that it may ever wave free and tall with the colors of that freedom against whatever winds of change may come. We must remember our history and never turn back or shy away from any opposition, domestic or foreign threat. And be committed with a vow to our death to our greater calling and our higher purpose. To this end, let's endeavor diligently for the good of all men and above all the glory of God. That as a thankful nation, a grateful people and humble stewards of this treasure, grace of which we've been entrusted we stand as guardians of this legacy. Ours is always a path for it until our joyous morning 
when men of the night become men of the daylight and our battlefields become our burial grounds strewn with the bodies of those who've given everything to their last drop of blood and breath in a night that never saw their morning are now on the other side of earth in heaven we will honor and remember them and never forget they are gone we remain and we remain that we might live to love and fight another day to endure another night until joy is every morning and night is no more it's in keeping with this motto to fight on that keeps that flag of freedom and liberty blowing in the wind no matter our darkest night or bleakest moments they will come joy cometh in the morning for who could have known our darkest hour would become our brightest moment our bloodiest sunsets would transform into a life blinding sunrise it is god who orders the struggle the path the destiny of men and we gladly take up that commission for in his image we were created to do great things for him bonded together with each other in the end remember whatever may come weep it may endure the night joy cometh in the morning the storms will pass there'll be a sunrise we will see the sun again and we will sing and we will dance we will live and we will love again and we will overcome by god and his grace and grit we will win for joy joy coming in the morning